Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Too Old to Die Young, Volume 10, The World. So full spoilers for the episode, of course. Full spoilers for the whole show because this is actually the, the final episode. This is the, the end of the story. Yep. Our little 30 minute capper on the rest of the, the, the whole thing, which um, was an interesting final episode it was it was two characters getting a little bit of time to do very different things i i can definitively say Mm -hmm. it was an episode yes (laughs) yes it was an episode um was not not quite sure how much i can say it was an ending well was it the end of the story or was it an epilogue Uh, the answer is but neither The, the answer is it's neither of those things Honestly, uh, it actually felt like an epilogue, but I'd missed the ending. But the story is, was, yeah. Well, the fact is, is everything that that feels like it didn't show is are all stuff we knew were going to happen because you know we'd gotten to the point where it was very clear the direction that it was saying all the characters were going in, and Refn being the auteur that he is is like, well, you know where it's going, so I don't have to show you it now. Now you can just get a little bit of this this flavor at the end and go home happy. Or stay sitting in your home because it's on streaming services, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's funny because last episode you said that you weren't expecting more than three scenes, and about 30 seconds into the first scene, which was Janie with a VR headset on, listening to Master Basin instruction. Diane. Diana. Um, Diana. Okay. Yes. Either way, I was closer. Yes. Uh, listening to masturbation instructions, and it's not like erotic masturbation instructions. It's not, it's not like someone's like being all sexy and be like, "Oh, and now do this and now this." It was like a robotic, like uh, Alexa sort of voice, just being like, "And rub clockwise. Now hold your breath for ten, nine. It was like the most like static and like like monotonous possible way to do this. But you know she's 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 kneeling on the bed and she's she's and yeah the first half of this episode because the episode neatly splits down the middle is that I actually checked the time it was exactly it was fifteen minutes dead in the middle yeah I yeah when it switched to Yuritsa so I mean I think it's very interesting uh, right away that uh, in this final episode we focus on just Diana and Yuritsa it is just the female characters uh, which goes along with everything we've been saying recently about the show kind of in- intentionally ending with them. Uh, them being the future of of what this world is, and you know the episode's called the world, and Diana's half is essentially her phoning in sick and taking a day off and unwinding. I mean, the majority of her stuff. I mean, you've got the opening scene uh, where she, where she's masturbating. You then have a scene where she phones in sick, and once once whoever's replacing her for the day, you know, hey, let, let them know that I'm thinking about them, like her, you know, her cases. Let yeah. let them know that she's thinking of them, but then. The rest of her stuff is made up of two scenes. In fact, almost two shots. There's like one little bit in the shower when she's shaving her legs. Well, that may have happened already, but it's like two no, it's scenes. After, it's after the song. After the song. Because it's essentially one long panning shot going around her apartment uh, from left to right, very, very, very slowly. And as this is happening, there's a song playing and Diana is dancing in and out of frame. She's like dancing around this big pillar, like her fireplace is this part of this big chunky pillar in the middle of the, 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 the house. I, I actually thought it was an interesting choice of song because it, it was uh, Ooh Lala is the name of the song. And the whole, po- the, the, the whole point of the song is about sexual freedom, which given mm. the, the, the first scene, I thought was a, it's an interesting contrast given 
this was quite you know active and you know vibrant as opposed to the very you know say monotonous and is still and robotic the the first. I mean, can you read that then? Is this is this is her taking a day to try and just? I mean, obviously she's trying to have a day for herself, but like it's kind of trying to be normal, I suppose, maybe. Well, a bit, a bit more, more so that her her entire life is kind of focused around these really awful things and what happens when that freedom is taken away. Uh, the idea that on her like her day off where she's not thinking about it, it's that's is her unwinding. This is how she unwinds. Yeah, in a thematic a, sense. A day for herself, because uh, as much as she does get off in the first scene, like I say it feels very still. And then she, you know, she's all right. I'm phoning in sick, even though she's obviously not actually sick. She's just, you know, she's taking the day off. Yeah, I mean, um, arguably the actual sexual gratification isn't really maintained just by having an orgasm. It's just the yeah. the freedom and the, the the just to do whatever. But of course, they'll be being Diana. By the end of the day, the the second shot that I was talking about is just a shot looking at her as she sits and gives her philosophy and her belief of what where the world's going, and mm-hmm. that there's going to be race wars and that. Uh, the innocence of the world will be maintained when uh, women kind of like take control after all the men have essentially killed each other. That was the, the kind of the gist of it. it. It was very long. It was a very it was a monologue, and mm-hmm. uh, it was more traditionally what you think of when you think of Diana, you know, and, and the scenes she's had, and you know, I, I guess it maybe just shows that she does kind of do this where she'll forget to be herself for a little while to unwind because she's human and she has to do that but it doesn't change the fact that by the end of the night she's back to being her again um, yeah because it's who she is uh pretty much that's basically the first half of the episode and the second half is just as just one scene is yaritza uh first watching from afar and then going into this bar uh, where some of the cartel go for drinks there's girls up at the back of the room who are all kind of sitting there on show yeah, they're in a they're in a semicircle on these chairs. Yeah. Very uncomfortable looking chairs in comparison as well. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're all very scantily clad as well. It's very clear that they're there to a serve drinks because we see that happen, but also just kind of wait to be picked for you know whatever the men want. And Eurisa comes in and she she's like, "Hey, I want to be with my people." And the guy's like, "Okay, um, I'll offer you a drink." But of course, he actually snaps his fingers and like makes a clicking sound with his with his mouth uh, to get one of the girls to come up and serve her. And then she wants a second drink, and she's like, no, 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 you pour it yourself this time. You serve it. And obviously, the second she walks in this place, I'm like, okay, this is ending with her killing every single one of these assholes. Yeah, yeah it's just a matter of time, isn't it? It's just a matter of waiting. But what she does first, though, she goes up to the the girls and says, hey, do you know the song The High Priestess of Death? Which, I mean, we, we, we didn't know that was a song, I don't think, uh, before now. No, I was not familiar with that. Yeah. Um, and... The woman's like, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. And she gets a guitar and she starts singing this song. And Eurisa just stands there with her back to the girls sort of looking at the rest of the room. And, they, you know, the, the main guy kind of turns around and is just staring at her like, why that song? What the hell? Like, what, no, what, what's, <laughs> what's the point of this? Yeah. Um, and she just sort of walks to the middle of the room. She unzips her, her jacket. She's always got her hands in and pulls out her, her guns and just goes to town as her theme plays but notably as well i like that um as all the dialogue st- cuts away all the dialogue cuts away but before everything starts and she's just staring at the the, the front door uh the light kind of shimmers a little bit and it looks like it's glowing on her it looks like it's like a it is literally a moment of like being getting divine power before she goes yeah. to battle uh just, just a nice little touch um 
And her performance, her performance was really good as well because uh, the, the second time he tried to order the girl to get a drink, he, he made this clicking sound, and it went into it fell into a close up of her. Um, well, it wasn't really like it was more of a medium close up, but it, like it was a, it, the camera had been so wide the whole scene that it felt like it's a close, close up, up at this point. And her eyes, just watching him as he does this, the, the way he's talking to her was just you could see it, you could see the gears turning, and the yeah. seething sort of feelings coming from behind the eyes. It was a very good performance. Um, it was. And the music keeps playing as she walks out and all the men are dead. And that is the end of the episode and the end of the show. So it's very interesting that this episode is just this. It's just these couple of things. It's, it's basically both Diana and Eureka. We know that they're going to cross paths. We know that Diana's expecting to meet her. We know that that's ultimately where she's going. And that's very exciting. But ultimately all this episode really does is say that Diana's going to keep being Diana and Eureka's going to keep being Eureka. And that they are the future. Obviously, there's no Martin because he's dead. And but there's no Vigo in this episode. There's no Jesus in this episode. There's there's no no one else. It's just them. The only men that are here are the ones that are there to be killed uh, by Yuritsa. Yes, exactly. Uh, so very disposable. So it's a very very interesting statement of an ending. Uh, I do understand why people are upset and rated this very lowly on IMDb because uh, it has a very low rating. Oh, does I'm not surprised. I'm I'm. A little unsatisfied, I would say. I, I think if this had if this had come as an epilogue after an actual ending, uh, I'd be very okay with this. If if the last episode had ended in a not not neat place, but you know, if it had felt like a conclusion of sorts, and then there was this, I'd have been very happy with this. It would have shown, okay, you know, these two women they're just doing what they're doing, and it's going to carry on. As an epilogue, that works for me. Uh, as this thing that is kind of before the ending, in a sense, um, it, it's it's a little frustrating. I'm not frustrated. I actually look at it as a whole now. I'm like, yeah, it ended. Like, I got the ending. I got it. <laughs> no, I get it, but it was like disappointing to not see any of this, not not see any interaction between Eureka uh, and Diana, for example. Um. Yeah, just disappointing. It, it rather frustrating is maybe not the right word. I'm not, I'm not annoyed at it. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm honestly not disappointed. The only the only thing that I would have maybe liked to see actually, because because the hope of them coming together, um, was met perfectly when she told Vigo this last episode. I don't really need it, but the one thing that I do think that I could have done with seeing is probably Yuritsa like giving Jesus what he's owed. Like that that I think that would have been something I would could have really get into. Yeah, or the other cartel dude. Oh, you mean Latino yeah, but... Defoe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I didn't him as much though. He was just <laughs> like, he... he wasn't able, but I really wanted her to kill him with with the gun that, that sure. she made him get. Well, again, I think the the ending's so open that I mean, she probably will. She probably goes off and does these things, and <laughs> no, I get that, which is why I'm not like really annoyed about this ending because sure, yeah, those things are all going to happen, and that's that's cool. That's cool. I'm just a little disappointed I'm not seeing any of it. Given that, you know, there have been multiple episodes at an hour and a half in this show. And I could have done with a nice another hour and a half here to have some <laughs> of these things. And instead I got half an hour. <laughs> that makes sense? No, it makes sense. I'm just I'm just not that uh that pissed about it. I I feel like like it feels like such a refing move. It feels like mm. a refing move. It uh, likewise feels like a lynch move. Um, you know, it feels kind of like that. You remember when we got to the Twin Peaks? Remember, remember that that final episode of the Return? 
and the initial kind of like okay what was that <laughs> we have See, to t- talk about like this that was packed full of stuff where i'm like oh that you know there's all this possibility and what the hell whereas this is okay sure it's it's kind of where where we left off last time those things happen uh, you know, if if this episode didn't exist i don't think there is anything that if, if if last episode, if that where we finished there was the end, mm-hmm. the things that we said, all right, well, these things are going to go and happen. This doesn't change any of that. This doesn't add anything to that dynamic. It doesn't add any new layers to all, oh, but it's going to happen in this way. Whereas the ending of Twin Peaks, holy shit, that changed so much and and left me with so many questions. Whereas this this doesn't leave me with any questions. It doesn't or at least no new questions after this episode. So do you think it'd be better if it just the episode just wasn't here? If it just ended with episode nine? I think I might have actually been more satisfied, uh, weirdly. Because even, even though I like the content in this episode, there's nothing wrong with any of the, the moments, the, the scenes, all two of them, uh, in this episode. I like them individually. I feel like it doesn't add enough to justify existing as a final episode, though. That's not like a, I mean, if this had been an epilogue after a more traditional ending, uh, I'd have been okay with it. Um, if this had just not been here at all, probably would have been happier. I think in hindsight, it it feels like it actually is kind of the epilogue after the proper ending. Because to me, the ending of the show now is them in that diner or that that restaurant. Uh, to me, that kind of wraps up. To me, that is the final culmination of the show, in the sense that it it brings back the hope. Vigo gets his ending, his you know his artful shootout that he gets, um, and this mm. idea he that he knows there's going to be a replacement because Diana tells him, um, like all that stuff to me, kind of as the ending. No, admittedly, the one thing that's maybe kind of missing is Hazer's kind of getting what he's what Yeah, he's and, owed, and but... I don't disagree with all that stuff in the diner. Um, but it didn't, it, it didn't have the weight to feel like an ending, even though contextually it probably is. I disagree with that. I think it had the weight. I See, no, this is the thing. I think if it had, had the weight, we'd have felt it as we were watching it. We'd have gone, this is the ending. Whereas we both got we got to the end of that last episode and we had a, a discussion and we went okay well there's still clearly more to come but that was you know this is not an epilogue this this no, is no no because that, that was only because there was another one <laughs> there was another one on the list that's why I said there's clearly more to come because there's one more and the way it ended felt like oh so there's obviously going to be more story here because they've set up this stuff but it had had let's say there was no episode ten and that was just the final episode of the show. And we got to that scene in the diner. I would have felt immensely satisfied with just how sort of the the hopeful ambiguity that it gives. Um, I feel at like the point of this final episode, the purpose is very much just the fact that it focuses on the two characters. That it does. It's making a statement by just it being is, about yeah. those two and just having them do their thing and continue on in the way they have been. Uh, it's just making a statement by just being that and nothing else. Even if the actual content of the the, the, the episode doesn't advance things in a traditional fashion it's just making a statement by existing mm. and that's yeah, ref and being ref and it's ref and being ballsy and kind of being artful and saying hey i've got something to say and this is me saying it in the, in the most arguably pretentious way you can uh, no i i think you know I, I, the more i think about it the more i think i'd have preferred it had this episode not been here if it, if it had ended at the end of the last one i think i would have been happier Okay, and I don't think that would have. It's not. It still wouldn't have been a neat ending, right? It, it, we would have still gone. Oh, that's open enough. Um, you know, the, the, but I think it would have had more weight as a as a as an ending there. 
I don't think it needs to be neat though. I don't think I was ever expecting a completely neat ending from Revenant. No, I wasn't either, which is why I'm saying like that would have been I would have been perfectly happy with that last episode because like it's it's not neat because you know there's there's still plenty of things to, to happen <clears throat> after that. Um, yeah, because if you look at the way we all the characters end up, you've got Diana's going to keep going, and she's going to meet Yuritsa, who's going to become the new sort of protege, the new killer, uh, who's going to like sort of right the wrongs of the of the world, right? Yeah. And then Jesus, I mean, okay, I keep saying that I, I kind of wanted to see Yuritsa like go to town on him, and and, and you know in a murdery way, not the way that she has been, um, but like. If you look at the end of his story and where he ends up, again, if you keep this idea of, like, the world keeps spinning, it's the idea of, like, well, no, now he's the one in charge. He's become his mother. He's become the, the one who's causing the chaos in the streets. He's yeah. been, become the one who's doing this. He's kind of the natural villain now for things going forward. Um, and, you know, b- by not giving me that catharsis, by not giving me Jesus's demise by the end of the show, it's kind of like... Yeah, because there's always going to be that big bad. You're never going to be completely satisfied because there's always going to be another one. Um, yeah. So so yeah. He, he's going to keep continuing. Much like Yuritsa is going to keep doing what she's doing. Um, but, I mean, you could. You could totally do a season two of this. You, like, season two could you totally could, exist yeah. if Refn wanted to do it. I would never expect it. But no. You <laughs> I'm not expecting it, but yeah. yeah. No, and, and I think that's what, that's what I say. Like um, th- This episode, I, I don't feel like I needed it in the end um, because... All of these things that we're just talking about as, okay, this is what happens with this character. This is where we leave him off. All of that was at the end of uh, the, the last one. And I just feel like it was a better conclusion in, in terms of, okay, this is where you, you, you end with a statement. While this is a, a different statement in that, okay, no, there's just these two characters. I think it was more, um, for the show overall, I, I would have preferred the last, uh, the, the ending of the last episode. Do you have anything positive you want to say, though? Um direction still phenomenal you know performances are great in this episode it, the, the stuff we've been saying all, all show you know um, the music oh man yeah when it when it kicks in in the bar like you said you know there's incredible moments uh in in their own right just i don't think it adds to the overall uh, thing but uh, even though very enjoyable uh content hmm. uh, i love this season i love this show i think it's wonderfully unique and something that's not being offered anywhere else oh, and it's full-on reffing it's full-on style it's full-on like like there's so many moments from the show that and even though we had some gaps between some episodes it was never difficult to remember what had happened it, it, it was so meticulous and really given each moment the 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 gravitas that it deserved that uh, more, more than anything else would, because that's the way Refn does things. Is he makes yeah. scenes last eternally long, and, and that's especially true of something on a on a streaming service where there's an expectation that people will watch it faster. Um, mm. Sometimes you know, it, you know, traditional weekly TV, you know, obviously they'll you know have a, often have a previously on a little recap at the start, but uh, you know, the good ones you can still remember most of the beats week to week comfortably enough. Uh, there are there have definitely been times on streaming shows where we've gone a week between episodes and really struggled with the you know the, the previous episodes content um, because they're just uh, they're paced and, and shot in a way with an expectation that people will watch them quicker than that. But it's the mo- one of the most unique things that I'll see TV wise this year. So it's something that is going to stick oh, out amongst yeah. the crowd and 
uh will probably get a lot of praise when it comes to end of year awards and things like that so so that is uh the final episode of tool to die young um so let us know what you thought of the final episode and the season as a whole in the comments below you can like and subscribe all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the show and everything we do here you can go over to patreon.com slash tv we can support us for as little as one dollar per month and that keeps all the content coming you get some bonus stuff over there for that and then it's obviously all the stuff at the higher tiers so go and have a look see uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla